Oh, okay. Hey, you got the topo. We just got bougie because look what I've got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, let's let's do a cheers. Let's do a bougie water cheers. Okay, ready? Here you go. Three, two, okay, one. Okay, ready? Clank. Clink. Oh, wait. <laughs> Clank. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I th that's a callback if you guys haven't joined us in a while. Uh, that's a callback to, gosh, what was that, a couple weeks ago? Mm -hmm. uh, where we where we did the the whole jokes about Topo Chico and well, I think last week was the Topo Chico joke, and week before that, or the last couple of weeks, we've been laughing about uh, Lacroix. So if you That's want in, was, if you want in on the inside joke, you need to go back and watch previous episodes <sighs> of our live uh, that happens every Thursday at two p.m. Eastern, where it's me. Well, let me ask and uh, that Zach guy. Bethany, I prefer Pellegrino. I like I like Topo Chico. There's nothing wrong with it. I just hear that there's uh, it's not it's not as clean. It's not as good. Mm. Um, like, something in the water. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Pellegrino is good, but Topo Chico is it's just different. Like I think it's just it's not trying to be. Uh, it's trying not trying to be Pellegrino. Also, I mean, also, I'm fairly new to these. Um, I don't particularly care for any of them. Um, the Pellegrino is fine because it's just like water, but uh, I don't really particularly care for any of them. Uh, I'm just trying. I'm not doing very great. Do it good, but uh, I'm trying to drink less soft drinks. Um, well, so, that'll do. This will do it. Like that. That's what got me out of it. Yeah. So whatever. Um, All that aside, bougie water aside, what are we talking about today? Well, Jason, did you know? Did you know? Did I know that I could text the Winject community at 843-396-2104? Is that what you were going to say? Oh, man. Good segue, brother. That's a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm speaking of segues, I always like watching those videos with people getting on those segues and having no idea what they're doing and they fall off of them. I love those. <laughs> uh, speaking of segues, they're... I, I, we live in a neighborhood where you're not supposed to like solicit. There's like signs everywhere. It's like, don't, no handbills, no soliciting. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know where you're going with like, this. There's these guys that get out. This is something else. I think uh, that, like there's these guys that they pull up on segways and they go through the whole neighborhood yeah. door to door soliciting on segways. And I'm like, yes. What are you oh, doing? no. It's the one that did the charity. Do you remember we were, we were, we yeah, were no, that, call that's another time. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you were like, this is person. Driving this guy right house on a Segway. <laughs> I was like, "Does he got purple bags?" And you were like, "Yes." And I was like, "Oh, that's how did you know? How did you know?" <laughs> Mine was blown at that moment. Um, so anyway, uh, let's get back to what we we're talking about. Did you know, Jason, mm -hmm. that there are currently, and this is probably even higher than this at this point, four point one billion with a B, not million, billion with a B email accounts worldwide. Did you know that? I did know that because we had a meeting where we talked about show notes. And so I remember discussing that during the meeting. Ah, putting a little, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, behind I, don't the know curtains. Our, I don't know if our listeners know that. So maybe that's well, news to our listeners, but what if I was to is. say, what if I was to say, uh, but Zach, I thought email was dead. Lies. What would you this say? Complete. I would say it's a complete lie. And if anybody tells you that email is email is dead, you know what? Unfollow cut them, them cut unfriend them. them out of your life. You don't need that negativity in your life. Um, Cancel them. Because here, here's the, here's the facts. 
92% of people using the internet are sending and receiving email on a regular basis. 92%. I guarantee you the people who tuned in today to watch this, to, they got up in the morning. One of the first things that people do on their phones is that what do they do? They pick up their cell phone and then they take so, social media, they check their email. Mm-hmm. I would say, you, I would. Did you know that 73% of statistics are made up? Yeah. Well, I, I just made that sad up. Yeah. No, but Zach, to your point, yes, email is not dead. Break. And uh, email is not. not dead. And it's something that we all use daily. But I think that the, it gets that rap because it's been around for so long. And so people tend to people tend to look past it as a staple. And they always are looking towards that new shiny. Well, yeah. that's what I was about to say. I think that people aren't uh, – there's there's certain staples in, in marketing that are the – like, like you just said, the staples and email is one of those staples. But the thing is, is as marketers, as, as marketing companies, we've killed the inbox, right? We've, we've made people become less aware of it because 78% of emails are marked as spam. That's 94 billion, 94 billion spam messages sent per day, 94 billion, right? Now I just told you there's four, there's 4.1 billion emails 94 billion emails are sent the spam emails per day. Yeah. But that's, but and it, half of those are coming into my inbox. But I think, I think that most people, most people are, are going to go, well, I just don't, I, I just don't see email marketing as being something that's um, effective in my company. Uh, and we hear this all the time. Don't we, Jason, we, we talk to people all the time. Actually this morning we had a meeting uh, and we sold, we were talking about email marketing to them, um, mm-hmm. going in tandem with everything. It was one of those things where it's like, if you want to be effective with the people who are coming to you and, and choosing you to, um, be there to purchase their products, to use their, use your services, whatever it is, listen to your podcast. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You want to get their email because now you can get into their inbox. You've given what they've given you is gold because now you can be in front of them whenever it's mm-hmm. very similar to being able to, to talk to them on social media whenever you want to, because they, they liked and followed you. Right. It's the same yeah. thing because here's the thing. Email has the highest ROI of any form of digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Any form. 91% yeah. of U.S. adults claim that they like to receive promotional emails from companies that they had do business with on a regular basis. How many? So 91%, 91% of U.S. adults claim that. Yeah. I would say that. Like, there Now, uh, I think I'm an anomaly, and I think you would say the same, Jason, but I sign up to all kinds of different different things, um, yeah. different email platforms, and um, sign up for all kinds of stuff because I want to see what, what they're doing and analyze right. what they're doing. And I think yeah. that most people are selective on what they use and what they don't use. Um, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is like most people, most people will click on those emails. Now, the ones that I really care about, I do click on them. I check them, you know, I check my email multiple times a day um, and I will sit there and I'll look through it. And I, I, I would venture to say that most people would do the exact same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Uh, um, you're talking about the, you're talking about like dealing with dealing with spam, dealing with getting into the inbox and, and marking marking email and promotional stuff as spam. Um, you know, years ago, several years ago, Gmail transitioned to that um, segmented inbox thing. You know, where it's got like promotional, yep, yep. it's got primary, and 
whatever it is. I can't, I can't remember the third one, but, uh, I tried to use that for a while. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't get used to it because I, I wanted to see emails from all these companies and stuff was getting missing. And so, um, I actually turned that off and went back to regular Gmail years ago, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's primary, it's primary social and promo. Yeah. Yeah. Primary because everything, everything was getting, everything was getting dumped into, uh, social and, um, promo. And, you know, I, I like, I like seeing that because, you know, there are some companies that I do want, I do want their materials. Like I want to hear from different companies I've done business with. And, um, I, I like to have control of my inbox because email is not dead and it's very viable. And I like this, I like to get my emails and actually I'm weird because I don't I'm unsubscribe from a lot of stuff, even if it is junk. Um, because I don't like going through the process of it, but do you use that service? I think it's called, I think it's called inscribe me where it'll, it gives, mm -hmm. you give them access to your inbox and it'll, it'll go through all of the stuff that maybe you don't open on a regular basis. And then, or they'll say, here's all the ones you're subscribed to. And it just lumps all of them together and you can unsubscribe that way. It's pretty sweet. And it's free. Uh, I do not. Um, so if you want, if you want to clean up your inbox and actually keep the things you want in there, um, yeah, that that's a good service. And guys, remember we we're just now. Oh wait a minute, Paul just put it on here. It says emails surprisingly amazing. I don't think there's any surprise there. I think, mm -hmm. I, and maybe that's just because we live in this world. But I, I love emails. Um, I you know, I don't have the notifications popping up on my phone except for our work our work email. Um, mm -hmm. But I love them. I, I think it's kind of like opening a gift every morning when you get. You know, when you want to get mail, you know, when you're a little right. kid and you yeah, write so, like, um, a letter. Saying, so, so, Paul, what do you do? Um, why is it amazing for you? Um, why yeah. is it like, I guess, what industry are you in uh, and how do you use actually it? also 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 post? Why do you think it's so amazing? Yeah. So, OK, so we've talked about email. We've we've essentially made the made the argument that no one can contest with. Uh, from now on, that email is not dead, and that it is a very viable solution because it's going. You heard it here, folks. And, yeah, and and people who want to make decisions are are seeing emails and they're acting on that and they're engaging mm -hmm. in it. But so like, but I think the big thing that we probably need to talk about is like for people who are starting email marketing because a lot of people mm -hmm. know they need to do. It's like one of those things. It's like. I know I need to go cut the grass, but I don't really want to do it today. So I'll go do it tomorrow. Yeah. Or I need to do and the then, laundry, but I got to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I think it's for your business. It's one of those things. It's like, uh, I need to, I need to promote myself. I need to promote my brand, but I don't really want to do it or nor, or I don't really know how to start. Um, and so I think we need to go over kind of like those first baby steps. Okay. <laughs> hold on a second. So Paul messaged back. Um, uh, I use it to spam customers with my shirt designs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. I'm assuming it's right, a joke, Paul, you, but yeah. So it's engagement. Cut off from, no, more, no more commenting, Paul. No <laughs> yeah, more commenting. So, You're not allowed to comment. Yeah. So I'm assuming uh, to, to have good customer user engagement. Um, yeah, which makes sense. So um, at that like recurring business, I guess, if you have uh, shirt designs that yeah. you're selling and, and keeping people engaged. But so, so starting, so starting with email marketing, um, what would be like one of the first things that you would do, Zach? So there's, there's two things right out the gate. I think that most people say with email, they say, well, uh, I don't know where to begin, but it's like, well, do you have an email list? 
I mean, if you, mm. if you're already and now, nowadays you're sending out receipts with, with a purchase. Uh, sometimes people do that digitally, right? So you, there's gotta be an email collect, collected somewhere there. Um, right. if you are doing anything where you're just getting regular contact, uh, listings from anybody, start with that current list that you have mm -hmm. and build upon that, which you can be just be sending out a regular newsletter. And then secondly, to get, when you get new people in, create a welcome series email, uh, email campaign. So you want to create, Hey, welcome to, uh, your fill in company, fill in your podcast, whatever you want to, mm -hmm. uh, congratulate them. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the family, whatever you want to say there, but you just want to give them a warm welcome. Um, this is also a good opportunity. If they, if you have a product or service that you could offer them a, because you're new, I want to give you a 10% discount on your next purchase or whatever. Um, then, then do a, a couple of emails, probably four or five, maybe one sharing about the, the company's history, tell their story, maybe share some testimonials from people. Um, it could look a, a lot uh, different uh, across a, a broad spectrum of different people and different businesses and different pod. Like if it's a podcast, you're obviously going to approach it differently. But the bottom line is there's so many templates out there. There's so many things you can use out there to uh, put together an excellent welcome series email campaign. Um, I think that if you start with just your basic list and getting a welcome series, if that's the only thing you do, your welcome mm -hmm. series emails, you're already, you're already on the right track because most, most companies don't even have welcome series emails when they get on board, they don't have a, a way to just welcome somebody to the team, welcome somebody to the family. Um, a simple how many thing emails, like that. How many emails and how long would that last? On it average. varies. So on average, I would say to at least at a minimum, spread it out for 30 days. Mm. Uh, if you want to go on a shorter end, maybe maybe two weeks. Mm. Um, so if you go a two-week thing, I would, I would, I'd create maybe four or five. We have one client that we have that is span of 30 days, and it, it's um, I think it's eight, eight emails right now, and we're going to add a couple more, which will extend it out past uh, – past 30 days but then like once you get to there 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 is there doesn't there has to be some at some point a cut off of that welcome right. e email campaign and then move into something else which we can go over in a little bit where you could segment some people and i think that, that that's the, kind of like an, a taking that welcome series to the next level what are you doing after that um right. well i so, think that i think that with with email you know you said it varies you know on the length of time and how many uh, you're putting into that welcome series. And I think it really is just dependent upon your business and it's dependent upon the story that you're telling and are you adding value? And I think with a lot of marketing, you can kind of hone that down to, um, is this adding value? Is this piece yeah. of communication I'm sending out adding value? And that can be social media, that can be blog posts, that can be anything that you're putting out. But in this case, it, you're talking about email. Like, is this email providing value? Am I giving them a special offer to redeem? Yes, okay, cool, added value. Am I emailing them because I feel like I need to email them? No value in that. Am I am I telling my story about why I am have my business? Yes, that's value because you are engaging that 
customer on a personal level and they're learning more about you because story is what will drive your brand. So like Paul, for example, let's just use him for example. So he's selling shirts and I'm hoping he's not actually spamming customers, but I think a big thing for him would be when somebody buys something, you know, you, you're probably auto generating, you know, email with, you know, contact information or like your orders on the way or whatever. But like, maybe there's a couple in that email series for the welcome. That's like, um, um, this is my story, this, and maybe it's like, maybe it's like a picture of you drawing, you know, or something like yeah, that. And yeah, it's good. This is, and so like the email is called like, where does where good design starts. And so maybe sure. it's like a, your backstory and then you have another one yeah. that's like process. And so like you engage people beyond just buying it, buying that single thing. And then they're in love with your brand, you know, and then they're like, okay, well maybe I'll go maybe. And then when you are actually sending a marketing email in the future, they know who you are. They remember you rather than just some random shirt guy on the internet, you know? Well, then I think that goes to a, a point that I, I would also like to add in there is to make it personal because people, people like that. Um, there's a reason why, and I think we talked about this today, Jason, is telling stories or making it fun or making it interesting, not just regurgitating information to them that they're just like, okay, great. This is just another sales email, blah, 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 but making it fun, right? Be personal with it. Make it, make it interesting where people look forward to when your email hits their inbox, they love it. Mm -hmm. uh, what Can you put that back up, Carolyn? I'd like to see what that said. I, I didn't. A welcome email is a great idea. Uh, I will send one out after I collect some emails from the new next kind of, kind of convention. See, there you go. Like that, but don't just do one email. If you're if you're just going to do one, that's great. But I, I think you should add some more value to it. So, so yeah. Paul, for you specifically, like go go a step further. See if you can put together three or four emails that you can send mm -hmm. out. And there and there's there's nowadays most email platforms are going to give you an option to put those uh lay those out in a way that's that's functional for you yeah i would if you're going to a convention grab like pictures of your booth grab a picture of you at your booth um because a lot of times and i've dealt with this with customers before who were doing follow-ups after a convention and meeting people um they meet so many people they don't know who they are mm -hmm. they don't remember them i know when we go to conferences we get 50 emails after the conference of people trying to sell us stuff and i ignore most of them um, because I'm like, I don't remember this, or I really wasn't interested. I was just trying to walk past and I got stuck. So, um, I think it'd be great to include a picture of your booth, a picture of you, maybe a promo to get a discount on something else. Um, that's specific to that welcome series. Um, so I, I, th I think there's a lot of value that you can add and I think it's really good business also because you're awfully you're, you're spending money on that convention um, to to promote your brand. Uh, so, yeah, a, a welcome series is, is the biggest thing I think you can do to start with email. Yeah. So if you get nothing out of this whole whole thing, I think that the biggest thing for you to do is to create a four to five. See, he's taking notes. Good. Um, uh, here you go. There's another email, right? Take a picture of you taking no, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If there's anything you get out of this, this today, uh, welcome series email, uh, is the way to go. And, and like, like Jason said, like it, it's going to vary depending on 
your business, your line of work, whatever it is, your industry, you also want to find a cadence that works for you and works for mm -hmm. your your um, your list. Because here's the thing, you're going to learn a lot about your customers. You're going to learn a lot about your, your clients based on how they respond. Right. I mean, you're, you're going to find out if they like products being pushed. You're going to find out if they're going to like... Um, uh, if they're gonna like your story, if they're gonna like stories more, if they're—I mean, it just kind of depends on what you're you're posting out or putting out there. But I think, for the most part, people—you're uh, gonna learn a lot about who who your clients are. So, right. Okay. And then, what about those clients and like dividing those into segments? Is that something that you would start out with or do like pretty soon after starting? What about that? You mentioned that earlier. <laughs> yeah. So like. I, I particularly, me and Jason particularly uh, use uh, Mailchimp. Uh, shout out to our hometown, the ATL for Mailchimp. Uh, we love Mailchimp. Uh, fun story: we got to when me and Jason had our, our podcast uh, about two or three years ago. We got to interview the the marketing director at um, at Mailchimp, and it was probably one of the coolest experiences. Their facility is absolutely stunning. Um, it was, it was a really fun experience, but <clears throat> we do like, we use segmentation, segmentation and they push MailChimp pushes segments very, very hard. Um, mostly because you, you could put people different campaigns you have running, you could put them into different sections and, uh, segments. So now you can, um, you can, uh, let's say your top well, the, one of the easiest ones you can do is if, if uh, people who open it the most, who open your emails the most, mm. they might be more of your loyal customers. So create a whole segment around people who are opening and responding to your emails the most and offer them a special coupon code, right? Now yeah, they're kind right. of like your, they're like your VIPs. And so now you can market them specific because you know they're going to get it. Maybe even create a campaign where um, if it's your your top uh, people who are uh, opening your emails and responding to them the most, maybe you create a campaign for, for them to share your, your services, your products that, and get it out to their networks and incentivize it somehow, right? Give like yeah. a, a $500 gift card to Amazon to the one who, who gets the most uh, shares and responses yeah. from the shares, whatever it looks like. Now you can segment yeah. because you've, you've taken the time to segment these people out. Uh, you can also do the same thing with you if you hold, run events and run campaigns like that. I think that you can now segment those people into a certain category and only send emails to those specific people who went to a specific event. If you want to do certain follow-ups, mm -hmm. yeah. you can also do it with people who don't activate or who don't interact with your emails. Um, you should have a campaign series, an automated campaign series to to get them to be active in responding to your emails. So you're, um, that's a good question, Paul. Uh, how often should I email my followers? That's that you're just gonna, it's, it's trial and error. You're yeah. just gonna have to try and see what works. If you see that, if you if, try going um, close together first, maybe, maybe send them two or three days apart. Uh, if you see that the engagement is weak, spread it out. Mm -hmm. I would say this, I would say this. So we, we mentioned this before and we, we literally just had this conversation mm -hmm. with a client today. 
um, about how often it should happen. And it's, it's truly all about the cadence that works for you. So I know that's yeah. a frustrating response. Like it's like, oh, well, tell me how many. So if it was me and, you know, assuming that you are not really engaging with customers currently, like you're not doing a lot of email marketing, assuming that you're not doing much to begin with, I would do like maybe two a month, you know, do one every other week and start there. Besides Measure your engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, Besides your welcome yeah. videos. So we're talking yeah. about just just like campaigns. So start with two a month and, and see what happens. Because the first, the last thing you want to do is have like a bank of emails. You know, I'm assuming you, you're selling shirts. So I'm assuming you have like a, a customer base, but um, you don't want to email them. You don't want to just drop them into just like this constant thing immediately. So you want to warm them up to receiving content from you, especially if you haven't done it to begin with. So maybe pick two a month. That's it. That's something that's manageable. And if you're getting a good response, maybe go to one a week. Yeah. Um, and then, and just measure from there. If it's too much scale back, if, if you think you can push it a little bit more, maybe, uh, having like three to four a month for your just general list. And maybe you drop your VIPs, like your people who are super engaged with your content, maybe you drop them an extra special one a month. So maybe you're like at five a month. So it's just, it's pick a place and start. Just don't go too wild at first because you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get a huge amount of unsubscribes. Uh, you might get blacklisted and you might have just serious issues going from there. So just pick a place and start. That's that's where I would go. Well, I think this is where segment segments come in come into play because mm -hmm. you can, you can create uh, on your website, a way to put people into categories mm -hmm. of how much, how many, I think, uh, Bonobos does this. I think a uh, shout out to Michael Barber. Um, he, I think he pointed this out one time where with Bonobos, what they did was you had like, uh, four or five options of how often you want to, to receive emails in your inbox. Mm -hmm. And then you, whatever you selected, then when you put in an email, it's automatically associated with a tag and now it goes into your, your email platform. And so now you know, okay, this group of people, this segment of people would like to get their emails once a week or once a day. Uh, this segment only wants it once a week. This one only, only wants it once a month. You see what I mean? So now you're not going to get blacklisted. You're not going to get labeled and, uh, you know, you know blacklisted. Get, getting blacklisted is really bad. Um, and it's really hard to get out from under that. And your email, your email marketing is just trash at that point. So yeah. you, you have to be careful not to spam. Yeah. But if you segment, this goes back to that whole part is you now can increase your sales, increase your revenue because you're reaching out to the actual people that are interacting the most with you and the people who are least active with you trying to activate them. And if they don't activate, if they, if they don't interact, just drop their emails because it's what's worth, what's, What's worse is keeping them on your list. One, you're having to pay for that list. Now, every every email that doesn't activate or doesn't interact with you, you're paying for that person to be on there. Mm -hmm. But secondly, you risk them unsubscribing or blacklisting you or putting you in spam. So then it hurts your yeah. uh, email. Especially, if, right? especially so, if they never engaged with you and then they're like going through their <laughs> emails like a few months later. They're like, I don't know who this guy is. And then just select all and then they delete and unsubscribe that's just going to hurt you. So if you're not, that's a really good point. If you're not getting engagement, feel free to just pull them from the list. But I think that, I think the yeah, big that, thing about segmentation, yeah. the big thing about segmentation is um, understanding your audience, 
growing the list mm -hmm. into different into different insulated sections that can opt that you can email specifically um and then hopefully the goal with segmentation is to really turn those people who engage the most into like your own mini sales team especially like with referrals and stuff like that mm -hmm. like really getting them to engage That's with big. You and then getting them to then sell for you like mm -hmm. hey you know refer three friends and you know get x amount off at the store so um but you know that's just that's just where we start and you know i don't want to i don't want to get too far into the weeds because i know we can make several um shows out of just this so one of the big things i want to talk about is the piece that not a lot of people really understand when it comes to email is can spam compliance so mm -hmm. um can spam i don't even know what it stands for it's like controlling non-solicited blah 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 anyway but um it is the kind i of thought it was actually a can a can of spam i thought it was like the actual can of spam it it you're, you're right you're right i'm wrong i'm wrong yeah that, i think that's actually yeah. what it is so that's a whole yeah. different thing that yeah. has nothing to do with email marketing so just go ahead and skip over this yeah it's 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 <laughs> c-a-n dash s-p-a-m and it is the um law uh, that governs email. Uh, and I think it's, um, mm -hmm. overseen mm -hmm. by like FTC or whatever, but, um, it is yeah. essentially sits out there to say, um, it's, it's very broad, but it's like, don't be deceptive in like how you're emailing your customers. Don't put fake information sure. in there. Don't be misleading. Um, and then the big thing is give people a way to opt out. Uh, a lot of things that a lot of a big thing that messes a lot of people up is when they're emailing on their own, uh, they'll like delete out depending on like the platform you have. Sometimes you have the option to delete mm -hmm. out the unsubscribe um, and yeah. don't ever don't ever do that. You have to give people a way to opt out of the content that you're serving to them, even if they've opted in and they are absolutely a customer. You have to give them a way to opt out. Um, and then also yeah, the big piece of it is you have to have a physical address in there. Uh, so the email has to like come from somewhere, even if it's just like a, a mailbox somewhere, uh, or at your house or what our business, like a, a place that well, you it can't, it can't be just a mailbox. It, it can't be, can't, it can't be just a mailbox out there. You can't just be no, like, no, no, no. Like uh, I'm thinking like a mailbox. like go like, I'm going to put it this way. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like a mailbox. You can't do that. <laughs> like a mailbox is et cetera. I think you can use those as like your yeah, business, yeah, yeah. Your business yeah. stress. But yeah, it, it's all of that to say do some research into can spam we're not going to go into detail now but do some research into it because it governs it governs emails that are communicated with here in the us um the canada has very very strict laws like to the point where like you can receive massive fines uh for misleading for misleading emails uh there's their governing program is called castle the castle laws so um be aware don't let it like make you scared but you just need to be aware that there is a governing body that uh, oversees email. Uh, this just kind of goes to show, though, that if if they're creating laws around email, it's not dead. But right. it could be if you if it's not done right, right? If we're killing inboxes and we're making people angry to the point where they're they're creating laws and protection protection against some of this stuff, then one it tells me it's not dead, and secondly, we're we're destroying people's inboxes and we're just wasting a gold mine for businesses to yeah. be able to really, really do some really great um, uh, business and see their, their profit scale 
if it's done correctly. And I think that using some of the stuff we're talking about right now would help with that. And you just got to be mindful. Don't be, don't be just mindlessly sending emails just to send emails. Right. Right. Like Jason pointed out at the beginning of this, it has to add value. If you're not providing value, people won't come back. And that's what gets marked as uh, spam. Mm -hmm. If you're being too salesy and too pushy, people will not come back. They're not going to respond to that. Um, They respond to testimonials and stories and offers and sales and discounts, all that sort of stuff. Information about your business, all that sort of stuff is what people want. They like that. That's what social. That's why social media is so thrives so much, is because it is based on that. Yeah, story is the big so. is the big <laughs> word for us this year, and the way that we are trying to lead clients is 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 story first, because that's story is what sells. Um, but uh, you know, we actually just got a we got a message from one of our team members who's listening. Um, shout out to Bree. Hey, Bree. Um, hey, she wants, she wants us to make sure that we talk about, uh, what should go into my email, like the uh, amount of content that goes into that. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I think, um, sometimes less is more. I, I don't I would, like, I would, say like that, I would say that it's always better to have less in an email. Yeah. Always. But I mean, at the same time, don't be so minimalist. Like you just put one, one paragraph. Um, but what you don't want is like just an endless scrolling email, right? Like mm-hmm. people maybe have one or two main points you want to make and maybe a, a third, like small thing, like sign up to, to receive mm-hmm. more of these emails or some, or something like that. Um, but only have one or two main points that you want to make in an email. The more CTAs you have throughout, mm-hmm. you, you, you've now lost what the point is of the email. Yeah, if you have four or five, yeah, if you have four or five CTAs in an email that you want them to do, break those up into separate emails. Yeah. Make a yeah. make a whole point on those different and make an email on all of those points. Don't try to cram all into one because like Jason just said, you now you've just kind of wasted exactly yeah, what your point is of the of the email. Well, like um, think about this. If there's so, so many CTAs. Let's think about it in terms of in terms of Paul here and his uh, t-shirt business or shirt designs so what's going to be more valuable um and this is just obvious you're going to agree with what i'm going to say right because i'm trying to lead everybody down this path but what's better to have an email with 30 shirts and a link to buy each of these shirts or it's a link to a sale and you have a featured image with all of the shirts on there and then a one single button to click and buy um, because yeah. I think that if you just have that one single call to action, it's like, oh, hey, these are pretty cool shirts. This is a cool collection of shirts. I want to see them all and I want to buy one, yeah. you know, or I want to see them all and see, see if I want to see if I want to purchase one. So I definitely would go with the single call to action. Um, you know, I think with, with apparel, it's probably a little bit different. Maybe you want to feature a couple of different clothing lines. But it's really it's really best practice if you want the highest amount of engagement um, with that audience is to just give them one thing to do, right? So like if, yep. if you have a task list, if you have a to do list, what's easier to have like five things you got to keep in your head or go, oh, what's the one thing that I got to do right now? What's the one so thing? What's the main do? thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I see so many emails. Um, that I get if if it's wordy if it's a lot of words I check out yeah I, I just I do like social media posts that are just 
endlessly long. I just, I, unless yeah. like it's just really captivating at the very beginning, then I'll read the whole mm-hmm. thing. But most people are, most people are like me and Jason. I don't, I think that if I asked most people, if I said, if I gave you an email that was just really long, lots of text, mm-hmm. would you read it? Most people are going to say no. Mm-hmm. So you got, you have to, be concise and clear on what your messaging is, a clear CTA. And then if I think we even have right here in our show notes, quality over quantity, um, yeah. because that's what people really want. They don't want to, to, to just sit there and endlessly read stuff. No one has time for that. No, I got time for that. So <laughs> I just think I got bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a soda pop. Um, but yeah, I think that um, you have to be concise with what you're saying. Yeah, and have one clear CTA. Now you can have you could have multiple CTA buttons throughout that all go the mm-hmm. same thing. Maybe three or four. Maybe three, four. That's kind of pushing it. Maybe two or three would probably be ideal yeah. uh, where they can click, but they all go to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can get away with doing one other uh, offer inside of there, one other thing you want them to click on. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but the more that you have, it's just it's just a waste. We forgot yeah. to like talk about uh, joining the community, Jason. How do you join the community here at Winjack? Oh gosh, I know that if I if I use my phone, I could type eight. 8- Four three three nine six two one zero four eight four three three nine six two one zero four. You can text uh, to connect with the community. You'll get alerts about upcoming shows. Like for example, if you were say a part of the this community one. today, you would have gotten a notification that we were going to talk about email marketing today. And uh, maybe that's how Paul yeah. joined. Maybe that's how Paul saw what we were going to talk about and had questions. But um, yeah, so join the community by texting 843-396-2104 or head over to winject.com. Uh, check out everything that's going on in the community. It's for podcasters. It's for podcast listeners. There's something for everybody. Uh, and we'll be launching the the new site really soon that actually fully builds out the community completely on the site. Uh, so you never have to go. You just go to one place, winject.com, yeah. and engage all day long and hang out with us. So, um, And that's how you join. Um, and then obviously if you're a listener of the show and you're a part of the Winjet community and you have interest in, uh, marketing or email marketing or websites, uh, hit us up directly. Uh, we are market house. I'm Jason Marlowe. He is Zach Tatum. Uh, we have lots of products for you. We'd love to have a conversation. Um, before, before we go, I do want, I want to hit on a couple of the platforms and how do you choose the right platform? And I think Jason, I think we should, I think we should come back to the automation um, mm-hmm. I think that that should, I want to tease that for next week. Let's oh, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that all next week. Cause I think that there's so much you can learn from automation mm-hmm. and how to do it properly and the reasons you should be doing automation. And if you're not tune in next week, cause we, uh, hopefully we can convince you into to doing it and also right. how to do it. So right. some of the freemium solutions that are out there these days, there's a bunch of them out there and some of them, they all, some of them have, weird names like MailChimp. That's our favorite. Mm-hmm. We love MailChimp. Uh, MailChimp is my house. Yeah, we got our Freddy's. I got my Freddy's over here. Um, and like I said, we, we got to tour their facility and meet some of the people there. Um, and it was just an, an incredible experience. Is That's not the reason. I've been using MailChimp since they, they, they started back in, I think, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the the classic one in the game is constant contact. There's uh, email octopus. There's Git response. There's Flowdesk. There's convert kit, and I can just keep going on and on and on. There's a yeah. several different platforms. I think the biggest thing uh, the biggest thing to look at when you're trying to figure out which one to use is pricing, right? So yeah, uh, they they all have slightly different pricing. They have slightly different pricing models. Uh, one of the last ones that you mentioned there um was flowdesk that's one of the that's actually the most recent one that i've tested and uh they have a pretty good affiliate program by the way uh, where if you get people to sign up you know you're gonna get a nice discount on your own stuff um but uh flowdesk is cool because their pricing model is just a flat fee it's one single flat fee it's either pay monthly or annually and um uh, you don't pay for the amount of subscribers, the amount of people on your list. And most places, that is how the pricing is based. The pricing is based on the amount that you're yeah. sending or the amount of people that you're sending to. So um, just be just be mm -hmm. aware of the pricing and how it's different because they're all fairly similar. Um, Flowdesk, it's very straightforward. Um, not a sponsor, by the way. Uh, it's very straightforward. Um, and, uh, they do have like a pretty, pretty nice free trial. Um, but it's cool because if you have a, a, a large customer list or you plan on growing a large customer list, uh, you're not going to pay higher tiers as you go, as you grow. So like you, you pay that one price right. and it's the same price forever. And they have a nice, uh, fairly, uh, nice templates. And that's another big thing I would look at when you're doing a free trial of like an email software, um, see what templates they have, see how easy they are to work with, uh, because chances are you're not going to be building them all from scratch. So yeah, those, that's my two cents when it comes to, I would say, picking a I would say also looking at, I would say also looking at uh, segmentation and tagging mm -hmm. platform uh, features that they offer are, yeah. are two, two big ones for me. And then, then also, which we'll go into, uh, next week's episode, but automation features. What are their automation mm -hmm. automation features? Is it easy to follow? Is it easy to set up? Um, and just do some just do some reviews. Like read some reviews on which ones and look at all their different features that they offer. Pick which price point you want to go with. Um, yeah, like I said, I prefer from the ones that I've worked with in the past. I'm with I'm with Mailchimp um, mm -hmm. because of the feature set and the integrations that they have with so many other companies out there. Uh, their API works really well and plays really well with a lot of things. So when it comes to automation, which we'll talk about next week, um, MailChimp is probably one of the best out there that allows you flexibility to do a lot of things. So. Well, then they, they integrate, uh, they integrate your social media, they integrate so mm -hmm. you can run social media campaigns straight from MailChimp that go right into your email list. Um, right. They, uh, do, they, they've partnered with uh, Simple Text, Simple Texting. Uh, so you can send out text mm -hmm. messages out to your, your customer list. Um, and they're adding new things daily. So uh, it's easy to create landing pages for your email list straight through MailChimp as well. So there's all kinds of benefits to that one. Once again, not a sponsor, but um, I would love it if they were. That'd be super, super awesome. Um, and they could send me some more Freddies. I'll take some more Freddies. So I love Freddies. These are great. They'll, they'll um, invite us out to the Rainbow Room, and we can get some free Freddies. They're they're coveted, really. Like you look them up on eBay, and they're just people pay like way too much money for these things. But 
anyways, that is what we'll talk about next week is automation, um, email automation, what you should be doing, how you should do it. We'll go in and maybe we'll pull out some samples of some good, um, mm-hmm. uh, some good uh, welcome series emails that you can, you can implement. Maybe we can even help put together some templates or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll think it through. That would be really you want to cool. tune in you next know, week for that. Cause I think it's going to be really, really big. Yeah, we should do, we should do a live, we should do like a live Q and a, like we should do more of this. Like I really enjoyed Paul, you joining and asking questions. I feel like that really sh- helped shape the discussion yeah. today. Uh, so if you're part of the community, definitely join in and you essentially would get 45 minutes of free advice uh, from us as a marketing team. So uh, we'd love to kind of help somebody plan strategy for next week. That'd be really cool. So uh, yeah. I think until then, let's have a, let's have a cheers. You know what? I'm almost done with my, look at you. You didn't even barely tapped into yours. So I, I was, I'm uh, sipping, man. At the bottom. I'm sipping. Clink. I, I, you know what? I chug these things. Ready? All right. Let's one more time. Ready? Here we go. And we are, you don't leave me hanging there. All right. Tune in next week, guys. We'll see you. Bye, guys. This broadcast is brought to you by WinCheck Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. <laughs>